The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey there. Welcome to Nick Balk and Friends, where I talk to people I know and who you should know. Today, I'm joined by Jake Seeley. Good to see you, Jake. <laughs> it is good to see. You. Are you sure it's good after I told you what I did before I came on the show? I know you. You, uh, <laughs> you, you texted Spore instead of me, and <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of insulted. Yeah, this is, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, though, he's the one that brought us together. <laughs> this is very true. Uh, like, I, mean, I, I had no idea who you were until right? Spore. I had no idea who you were. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like who's this guy? Like. <laughs> And then Spore's like, you know, hey, this, this guy is even better than you are. He like, there we go. threw a baseball for a living before you did. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, you, you never did that. You never, you never. I actually, no. So, well, no, I did. I actually, I, well, I was a pitcher in Little League. Um, okay. But I never had the arm strength for it. Like, even today, I, I even sent out a tweet when DeGrom was throwing that 93 mile an hour slider. Oh, I was yeah. like, I, for my fastball, you'd have to add. 25 miles an hour for me to even get to that. Like I, I was, I never hit 80. I'll be honest. I never mm-hmm. did. And that's, and everybody always said I should be a pitcher because if you see how big my hands and fingers yeah, look are, at that. look at that. Yeah. I can make really weird grips because my fingers are so freaking long. Mm-hmm. I could palm a basketball, even though I'm only six one, like I just, because my sure. fingers are so long. Um, I was told I should play piano. I should tell like, I should yeah, be a pitcher, yeah. like all these type of things. Did you play guitar? No, I, I can't, I can't play guitar. What? Why not? My left, my left hand doesn't work that way. Like my fingers, I can't get my middle finger and my ring and my pinky to like into like I just I can't. I've legitimately so, tried wait, just I just can't. with your left hand though. You're saying right. So, so like, just I, just play a lefty guitar. I'm not sure. That, well, so playing football, I don't know if you can see my pinky. It's these just sound like a lot of excuses. Jake. I know, doesn't it? Yeah, you see how my pinky is. doesn't straighten, by the way, though. Sure, yeah. That's from that's from football. That's did from you sticking. know that the Black Sabbath guitarist literally had parts of his fingers chopped I off. I mean, what's the drummer with no foot or something? Or yeah, no yeah, he has one like, one arm, one arm, yeah. Def leopard. I mean, yeah. I, there's no so, excuses. I'm just telling. Come you. on, Jake, let's go. <laughs> I can't even do rock band like with the guitar, like <laughs> Guitar Hero. I can't even do that. Oh, I've, I've never been able yeah. to. Um, but yeah, so I, I pitched initially, but no speed. I, I could throw like sure. wild crap. It's just when it's going 40 miles an hour, who cares how wild oh, well, right, it is? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but uh, I so, mean, so, so I met you, yeah, I met you at Tout Wars in 2000, I want to say yeah. it was 17, maybe 18? So, let's maybe see. 18. I don't let's, know. Let's, let's backtrack this. Year. So yeah. 2021 <laughs> virtual, 2020 was virtual. virtual for Tout, real for labor. 
Sure. 2019, we would play together. We had already played together at that point. Yeah, that was when I met you guys. It was 2017 Sirius. because 2017, I won. 2018, I decided to come back because I wanted to defend and I came in second. Mm-hmm. And then I left in 2019 for the mixed. So it was 2017. Okay. Because I, I only, my first year was 2020 in town. Yeah. You and okay. yesterday, we hung out. Yeah, because yeah. Well, you, you were in the draft room yeah, serious. and yeah, we were like doing little side eyes with you, me and Spore about our it picks. It was wonderful. And like, yeah. And yeah. And you were like, you hey. stand in the doorway and you were like, and I was hey. giving like a thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I remember you asking, I think back in 2017, like, Hey, CC Sabathia. I was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, can we still do him? Is he still anything yeah. left in the tank? <laughs> oh man. But, uh, but Jake, yeah. Talk to people who don't really know you. Like, what do you do? How'd you get started and all that kind of stuff? Oh, we don't want to finish my baseball career. Oh, I do want to hear that, of course. I just thought it'd be a very sad story you wanted to, you know, save you from it. But we can. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I could have played with Justin Verlander at ODU. But I saw. So, I mean, that's like. I feel like that's a big if, you know, that you kind of left out initially. I mean, it is. Well, because that was going to be the end of the story, but you cut me off and wanted to like, find out like where I came from and stuff. (laughs) I mean, I do. I I very much do, actually. Do you want me to come back to that? uh, Well, I I do. It's it's so important. The first time I meet people, I go, hey, where do you come from? Like that's actually the first question to ask. Yes. My okay. All right, Jake. I, I got that. I got that far. <laughs> there was this light, and I kind of mm-hmm. like emerged into the world. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember the light so well? Can you tell <laughs> I me more about light. this light. I still remember the doctor that slapped me and like find hunt him down and punch him in the face. Wow. Okay. Uh. So. Uh. So where was this? <laughs> where was what? My birth. Well, like. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Passaic, New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. You didn't so know that? that make you uh, now a Met fan. Nope. I pointed I'm, to the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> well, people, okay, people are just listening to this, so they don't see that you're wearing oh, this Mets hat with they, the tilted. They don't get the wonderful the video logo. version. Now, so they don't it's get just for this, me and you. They don't get to see the shirt with the uh, Snoopy, as in the Mandalorian. This is the way. Did you uh, purposely wear this for me? Uh, no, but oh. well, you could have said. I yes, mean, though. I did. I did purposely better. wear. No, I did purposely. I, I had this specific T-shirt, but I specifically wore one of my T-shirts mm. because I thought this was video as well. Oh, there you go. So, you so, that, so yes, it was. What saying. I actually wore it for Paul, and then I found uh, it. Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes a lot more sense. All right. So, <laughs> it makes a lot more sense. Yes. Yeah, actually, so Passaic, New Jersey grew up in Maywood for people that know New Jersey well. If you mm. don't know where that is, Hackensack area. It, you know where Giant Stadium is near that area a little bit. Sea Caucus. Sure. I'm trying okay. to throw yeah. just random cities there around the area right. to try to help people. The, for what people want, the sixth borough of New York. It's more New York than upstate New York is New York. Right. I mean, I'd say the sixth borough is like Hoboken and uh, and Jersey. Probably State. these days, but back then. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair remember. enough. I'm older than most people think. I'll, I'll give it to you. I understand. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll just be a giant hug of a New York City. We want to welcome more people in. We need to <laughs> That's feel better about they don't. I mean, like, don't call yourself that. I'm trying to help here, Jake. I'm doing this for you, okay? <laughs> My aunt actually lives walking distance to Giant Stadium. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. not anymore. MetLife. Oh, right, right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You had to make it fair for the Jets, you know? <laughs> you got to include the, the wonderful Jets. So, yes, yeah. originally from up there, and my okay. parents moved down when I was a kid. Okay. So, so, where's down? Virginia Beach. I'm in Virginia Beach now. Ah, okay. Gotcha. You were ta- you were trying to put me in Charlotte, North Carolina before the show. I don't know. I just, I've seen a couple of people that are around there. That's a popular area. Maybe Asheville, you know? I mean, that's still, Charlotte's about five, six hours you're, you're a good drive. You're as, you put me almost as far as driving from here back to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know, think about that on a map. You're like that's how far you just put me is the way is. Yeah. Anything that's not New York City is just somewhere else. Somewhere else. You know? Yeah, that's it. 
It's just you're out there somewhere. You're working, you know. You live in L.A. or New York or the United <laughs> States. Well, I mean, there's that classic like New Yorker magazine, you know, where it's uh, the cover where it's just how New Yorkers see the rest of the world. Yeah, right. That's outside of uh, outside of New York. And yeah, that's absolutely it. There's woods over there. Everybody, you're somewhere. The funny in those thing woods. is, my boss Nando kind of sees it the other way. He lives in out like in Hoboken, well, very, right north of Hoboken in um, right. Jersey City area, and yeah. He was like, oh, wait, no, West New York. That's that's right. Like, See, they even call it West New York. Do they call uh, it West New York now? Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a real estate thing to like make you feel better about it. That's, that that sounds like somebody was like, oh, we're in West New York. And New York people were just like, fine, whatever. We'll yeah. let you have it. Like, yeah. like older, younger brother thing. Like, all right, fine. You're annoying as hell. I'll <laughs> let you have it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, I, I'm in Park Slope, but there's like South Slope now. And it's right. like, wait, wait, why are we doing this? Why are we? No. South Chicago yeah. is still Chicago. It's not like it's, sure. you know. Yeah. Like, hey, this is Louisville, Kentucky. We're South Chicago. But West New York. ah, mm. You're pushing it. Yeah, it's pushing too much. So so what would Nando say then? Yeah, Nando. Don't call him Nando. Nando. That's the other thing. Don't he hates (laughs) he hates Nando. And but the funny thing is, he hates Nando, Nando, but won't ever correct anybody. He won't he won't correct it. He'll just let people do it, even though it burns him a lot. It's so funny. Like, so sorry. I've never I don't think I've met him yet. And I I look forward to really. Yeah, I just it like, hasn't happened yet. The happiest, funnest. I like, know this is what I've heard, like, and I'm whatever, just excited. Just like, I'm excited to meet him. Put it this way: if Nando doesn't like you, you might want to do a self check on your life. There you like, go. That's, like that's he's that kind of guy. Oh no, but he he doesn't like New York. He loves New Jersey. He's like, oh, everything's better in New Jersey. Come to New Jersey. Come to New Jersey. What's it? Wow. Do you know his reasoning? He just because he's like it's New York without the hassle. Because mm, like no, the food's great, even, which I agree, the food is great. <laughs> Although a New Jersey and a New York bagel are two completely different things that people know, know. Yeah. a hot like world's difference. I have my I have my uh, bagel place. Uh, the guy I love him, uh, Tino. I, every time I go in, he goes, "Hey, how you doing, Nick? I need pitching. What you got? You know." <laughs> and I just talk to him about his fancy teams. They have the best bagels. I have them frozen in my in my freezer. Uh, <laughs> are they New York or New Jersey? Wonderful. Oh yeah, it's just it's just which one? Are they? I need those which bagels. What? Which one? I said, New are they New Jersey? Yeah, are they New York or New Jersey bagels? Which are what they? What do you think? Uh, the New I York, mean, of course. I just why would just I ever a lot get of people a don't like bagel. For everybody out there that's listening that doesn't know that don't know everyone. Wait, everyone doesn't know. So everyone, I actually said it right the first time. Yeah, you got that's, it. I, yeah. I, I hate that. Believe right? in yourself. I mean, well, no, but it's just it always sounds weird, even though everyone doesn't. It's just you know, it's the singular. Yeah, anyway, yeah, sure, sure. Point being, for everybody <laughs> out there, uh, New Jersey bagels are the softer ones. Mm. The New York ones are the harder ones that people like. I don't like a hard bagel. I don't know if I agree with that assessment. There's no disagreeing. That's a fact. I don't know if it's a fact. I've never heard this before. Go look it up after the show. I mean, the bagels I get are soft and, and like and they're large. It's the outer and part. Good. Oh yeah, it's soft. Oh, I see. So they're all the way. It's like yeah, they're kind of soft. I, I, I don't want to call it the crust because it's not a crust. Yeah. It's yeah, the what, what do you? I don't even know what you call that part is, of the bagel. It's the, the bagel sh- skin. It's, it's the armor. <laughs> the bagel armor. I like it. Right? It's just, it's protecting it, you know? <laughs> the bagel uh, armor. <laughs> yeah. And that's interesting. I don't think I've ever elected to have a bagel in New Jersey before. Because I just, I just assume if it's not in New York City, then why would a lot, I ever A lot of times, there, a lot. So this is one where I'm saying this, this isn't specific 100%, but a lot of times the bagels in New Jersey are bigger too. Bigger around. Interesting. New York bagels. New York bagels are usually more condensed and right, a lot of right. times don't even have much of a hole in the middle. New York, New Jersey bagels are a lot, a lot of times a little bit bigger. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want that hole in the middle because you just want more, you know. Especially if you get an over easy egg, because then it just goes oh right out the God, hole. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I get I get a uh, bacon, egg, and cheeses and avocado uh, on my bagels. It's the Taylor best ham, ever. egg, and cheese is the way to go. Taylor Some grilled Taylor ham. ham. Oh no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, not okay. That's been a fun podcast. We're getting we're getting out of here now. <laughs> Uh, okay, so 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 what what are you doing in Virginia Beach then? I, I mean, you said that your your parents moved down, so then you moved down, I assume, when you were younger, or did you just decide to do that? <laughs> no, I was eight years old. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the, well, no, I was wondering, it was like, was it adult life or something like that that brought you down to Virginia Beach? Uh, well, he said they moved there, he, like as a kid. Yeah. No, as a kid, definitely yeah. was like, hey, yeah, we're gonna move down here you, you, if you want to come. You know. Hey, you, you know, I don't know you as a kid, Jake. It could have been one of those like, I got this. I got this eight, eight years old. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, to, to tell you what I didn't have going on as a kid, I twice got myself locked out in the backyard in the middle of the night. Uh, what? So, yeah, twice. Um, I don't remember the first time. I do remember the second time. My mom tells me about the first time. I, I just believe her, honestly, because I did it a second time. <laughs> I mean, I remember doing it once, so I don't doubt that I did it twice. But apparently I woke up in the middle of the night, the time that I do remember, and decided that, you know what, that uh, foot of snow looks like it would be a ton of fun to go ride my big wheel in. So <laughs> I went out back and got on my big wheel in my footy pajamas, by the way. Okay, wait, 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 hold on. Time out for a second. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to acknowledge, when you say your big wheel, you're talking about that tricycle with a giant Yes, I'm not talking like when I'm like five, six years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So then, I mean, Maybe the logic younger. is terrible, but I'll allow if you're five and six, because that, I see snow, Four, I see five. wheels. I don't think these two things go together. No, especially plastic wheels. Yeah, pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> Okay, that so, no, was definitely a bad choice. Yeah, I didn't at, remember like, the middle the of the door, night too. The door, so not only did I do it once, I did it twice. Now, mind you, same big wheel. <laughs> like that was so no, much fun. <laughs> just the locking out part. The top <laughs> lock, you can't like it does. It always locks back even when the right. door closes. Yeah. So you have to actually set like you have to set it and lock it open that mm-hmm. door that we had back then. So yeah. you have to lock the lock open, which still makes. I mean that that just makes stupid sense anyway. But anyway. Did it a second time and locked myself out. And my then mom you moved to Virginia up. Beach. You just said, yeah, that. I was like, F this. <laughs> get stuck in the snow. It's 20 degrees. Not being able to ride my big wheel. Get the hell out of New Jersey. <laughs> no, uh, my mom woke up because she heard me crying outside in the snow. And 20. No, wait. So that was the first time. The se- Oh, that's oh. See, I'm remembering now. Look, it's all coming back to me. There you go. It's this is actually a, back if you guys didn't realize this, Nick Pollock and friends is actually just a psych uh, psych session disguised. Yes, I'm, as a I'm failing. That's all it is. You're doing great. No, no, keep going. Uh, so that was the first time as I was crying. The second time I did it, my neighbor heard me, brought okay. me over, gave me like hot chocolate and stuff like that. Here's here's why I'm just now remembering this. My mom's still pissed off to this day because you want to know why? My neighbor didn't tell her. Yeah, that's kind of that's my mom kind of wakes weird. up at six o'clock looking for me. Yeah, losing her effing mind. Right. Comes to my neighbor to be like, have you seen Jake? Oh, yeah. He's in my kitchen <laughs> drinking hot chocolate. It's a little weird, neighbor. That's a little weird. <laughs> Were you Ooh. just hoping to like kidnap me and make me your child unless my mom asked? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, nowadays it's like you have cell phones, you call them, like, hey, your kid's in my place. Let's let's make that happen. But you also have landlines, so like, yeah, it's not, like didn't. it's not like you didn't live 10 feet away <laughs> right? to walk like, over. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, hey, did you enjoy the hot chocolate? 
I don't know. Uh, I just remember not being able to ride my big wheel on the snow. Oh my god! Yeah, there you go. All right. So, so little Jake here. I. <laughs> what were the the dreams and aspirations? You know what the funny thing is? So, um, baseball and football. Uh, I wasn't football till later in life because growing up, I think a lot of people like. You, did Did you want to be a baseball player when you grew up? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I didn't want to be a baseball player. I wanted to be a baseball manager. Oh. Okay. I'm not kidding. I mean, that's great. I, I grew up wanting to be the manager because from day one, even in elementary school, I wanted to make the lineup. I wanted to decide who was playing and thought that I could do a better job. Like I could do the best job managing a team. But that's when I was great. a kid, when I was a kid, I also didn't know the difference between a manager and general manager because I also wanted to be able to make the trades. Sure, so of course. I basically want to be like, the baseball version of Tim Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau is like being able to yep. do the GM and the managing. I want to be able to do both. Oh, so. and who was the, uh, oh man, who was the, um, the Marlins, uh, guy who also became the coach? Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's, why am I forgetting? Is, is he like the only two one? years ago. It was like in the 2019, you know? I know. Oh who? my God. All right. I looked at uh, the magic of the Don Jim. No, mm. no, no. Okay. Anyway, that's hilarious. Did you uh-huh. have like your manager uh-huh. pose ready? Kim, like, Kim, in, yeah, Kim, in, in, well, yeah, in, oh, no, wait, that's, uh, that's now, that's now, yes. now, yeah, that's after, that's after that, yeah, so it was, it was Don, Don, Don what, I want to say Don Jennings, but I feel like that's totally wrong, oh, wasn't it God. Mattingly, well, that's Mattingly, that's the coach, but there was a moment that someone had to step in and be the coach for the Marlins, it's, uh, we'll, we'll get through this another time, I, uh, you're going to get a thousand responses yeah, with the course. right answer, it's you should fine. give out something. Uh, <laughs> a free peanut M&M free pill, to whoever no, free, guesses free, it. Uh, free month of PL Plus. There you go. Um, there you go. Come, uh, you got to be the first to uh, to tweet it uh, at me or DM it to me when this comes out. Yeah, anyway. Stop looking. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so you want to be a manager. You have your pose. Yes. You have your bubble gum that where you look out on the squad, you know. <laughs> all right, do you know how to like hype them up? Do you have your inspirational speeches down? All that stuff. No. No, because I was like, if anything, when it came down to it, I was going to be, if you think back on what I wanted to do and what I was envisioning was more GM than manager. It was more controlling the shot. Like I, even to this day, even playing MLB the show, I spend more time on Madden and MLB the show in the off season and the Mm. trades and the rosters and the manipulation that I do actually play in the game. Right. So you play OTP then? uh, No, I don't. You don't touch that? No. Never have. Never have. But that's like, that's the thing. I know, but I don't have that much time to do it like that <laughs> way. <laughs> well, you got like the Madden one, but you don't have the baseball one. No. Yeah. So like, it's just, I just, I don't know. Something about it, the appeal, I still want the game aspect of it okay. mixed in. So sure. I, I think that's the problem with it. But no, like the college one. Oh, I, that's why I want the college football game back. I loved recruiting. And going on oh the little God. and being like bringing in the recruits and going out there and like well like I'm putting this in quotes of going out there but I would recruit yeah. the living hell of it and I would start at something <laughs> somewhere like Toledo too and I would build that Toledo program into a freaking number one title contender mm. in like three years and then all of a sudden Toledo has a statue of you, yeah. you know, and the legends speak for ages I <laughs> uh, but I mean I'm thinking okay were you always just planning out like I need to go through my education now of like sports management and everything like that was that your plan for through you know teenage years in college no so uh, unfortunately no was, the, the funny thing is especially because like you know in our 30s um well are you in your 30s yet almost ah, I'm I'm 33 Jake are you yeah let's see there we both both are both 
older than people expect us to be. Yeah, yeah. You are. You're. 34? Nobody knows. Four. Nobody knows. I think you're a year older than me. Uh, maybe more. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Let's, I'll leave it like that for you. <laughs> uh, so what I was gonna say is the funny thing is is even our age, it held people that are older than us, is. That was never really told. Like, if you wanted to do, I remember asking people when I went to ODU, is like, what do I have to do if I want to do this for a living? And people like, all oh, right, okay, yeah. take some management classes. Like, and then, like, nobody right. had an answer. There was, I feel it was a full uh, nepotism thing at that point of like, you have to yes. know the person to do it. And then you yes. get in. It's just fully yes. networking in that way. And that was and, the big thing. So the funny yeah. thing, it, you know, the funny thing is, I actually wrote Steve Phillips one time back when Great. he was with the Mets. Yeah. It was like, and because the, the Norfolk Tides, were the Mets at the time. And I wrote him and been like, hey, next time you're... So, so funny thing is, like, this is... I actually met Steve Phillips once. This is how I met Steve Phillips. Wrote him, said, next time you're in, like, I want to become what you are. Like, at that point, I had realized that I want to be general manager, not a manager. Like, I right, want right, to right. run a roster. And I was like, I told him, I was like, nobody knows, you know, this is like late into high school, maybe even first year of college. Like, nobody, nobody can tell me what to do. Like, I don't know what to do. I was like, so next time you're in, because I know you're going to come down here and scout players. And I was like, next time, can I come to a game and just sit next to you and pick pick your ear? Like, pick your pick your pick your brain. I'm a monkey. Can I just, I just yeah. stick my finger in your ear? I'm like, can I get that wax out of there? <laughs> so did he say um, yes? So he said yes. Oh, I think great. I think I I think I wrote him like two or three times, but he did. And I actually went to a ties game, bought a ticket, found him behind home plate, sat down next to him. And just started asking him questions. I sat there for like 15 minutes. It wasn't that long. Um, and you could tell he was mostly focused on the game. But he took kudos to Steve Phillips, by the way. Shout out to him. I sat there, took time to talk to me. And, you know, he's Steve, one of three people that have ever like reached, like actually came back and give me advice along the career path that I've been on. So Steve listens to this podcast. So uh, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll definitely reach back out for you. There you go. Yeah, Steve Phillips, go. one of the original. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't turn out to be a GM. Oh, there you go. Right. But I mean, do you remember anything like actually actionable he gave you from now at this point? Yeah. Um, honestly, not really. I know he mentioned that he was going to talk to somebody when he got back. Uh huh. I do remember that. And he was uh, like, I hey, I met this guy named Jake. Cool. That was, <laughs> like, that no, was I remember he did re- say there was going to talk to somebody when he got back to New York, somebody on the staff about whatever. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, this is now what, 10, 12 plus years ago. So mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of conversations I had. So 10, sorry. 12 so, so, so here's ago. the thing though. Yeah. Well, fair <laughs> enough. I, uh, but, but here's the thing. Here you are with this actual opportunity. You're searching to find like, how do you get into this? You get to talk to Steve Phillips. And even at the end of that, you still don't really have a clear path or of, an understanding. Yeah. So I imagine that kind of, you know, your, your enthusiasm dwindled after that. A little bit. I do remember he said some, you know, you try to get into the minor league level first. And, and that's, I, I did. I interned hmm. for the Tides for a year. For, right? So that was miserable. So uh, how did it feel <laughs> to see the Tides again about, you know, three weeks ago when the Mets had just one starter in their lineup, you know? <laughs> that must have felt great for you. Uh, I, I actually, you know what the funny thing is? I barely ever go go to the Tides games anymore. Yes, that was basically the Tides again. It was the, uh, and now they're the awful Orioles, yeah. unfortunately. Which is, <laughs> it's just, oof. yeah, that that is kind of like their lineup at this point. Um, no, interning for them was we worked out the money. It was a three hundred dollars stipend a month for the okay. month. Yeah, when we when we they, so there was one two three there was four of us 
There was two other guys and a girl. No, there's five of us. There were two girls. Um, the one, I don't think she finished the entire year for some reason. But for whatever point being, as we figured out the math of how many hours we were working and it came out to, I still remember this t- today because we used to joke about it as a dollar 35 an hour. Yeah. Is what it worked go. out to. Yep. Um, but, and I look, um, I look, so it sucked because it's, it's, it's a catch 22 kind of thing. It sucked because I'm a good worker and I'm not trying to say that as in a, like a look at me type of thing, but it could have been easier if I was like the other two guys. And here's why is it was a lot of grunt work expected. Sure. Yeah. It was stripping and rewaxing the floors. It was, oh you know, like that kind of stuff. Like we re we helped resod the field with the ground screw one time. Oh, uh, a lot of, uh, I, I by myself, did the stripping and waxing because the other two would slack off and find ways to get quote unquote out of it and do other tasks like, Oh, go help the uh, memorabilia shop, like reorganize some stuff. Not actual like real work. Right. And so like I say that because they were still working again in quotes and kudos on them. You know, they jumped in before I did and I usually ended up with the grunt work and I never said no, because this is an intern and I wanted to, and I, unlike them, they were doing as internists just to, their internship in college. Right, right. I wanted to potentially get a job with the Tides or something like that. I had to weed whack. If anybody's ever seen the Norfolk Tides Stadium on TV, you can see there behind the wall, there's a bunch of empty space. And then the river, the Elizabeth River, I had to weed whack that entire back area one time by myself because we had fireworks that night and they didn't want anything to catch on fire. Jesus. Look at you. So the real, real minor league environment for you. Yes. It's oh miserable. I don't recommend it to anybody yeah. unless that's your dream. If it's your dream, understand well, it's probably going to be the worst job you ever had. Did you learn years. anything? Did you feel like you actually got something out of it? Uh, I want to say I didn't learn a whole lot as much as it was you get a peek behind the scenes. So maybe sure. you, you did learn some stuff. I mean, you see like the ticketing process. I spent like a day or two in there, but that that's where one of the girls. So one of the girls got assigned to the ticketing staff. Mm-hmm. So she was there with them the entire time. Um, you got to see some of the stuff in the locker room, which was interesting. Like, see some of the player stuff behind the scenes of like, you know, what do they do when they're actually hanging out? Like, what's it like back there and sure. in between times and stuff like that. Uh, the day to day stuff, not so much, even though I kept trying. I kept try- asking the, and unfortunately, and he's not there. Actually, I think he passed away, but the GM of the tides back there, he was no, and I'm not saying this isn't everybody that knows, knows he was an ornery dude, to put it lightly. Mm-hmm. So he did not want to spend any time with me even though i kept asking so right yeah unfortunately i, I saw some of the business thing uh, that's i will say that i did learn about some of the business things of like getting advertisement that you see on the walls and the outfield walls and stuff like that but that's about it not a whole not a whole lot so, wait, so what was that was that just like the cold calling or like actually process like going and like like uh the office like dunder mifflin like going and meeting with these people and sitting huh. there and being like you know hey you know we have these packages where you can get the little tiny box next to the scoreboard or you can get your entire section of the outfield wall and if you get that you also get this this and this you could buy a suite which will include like this so like this was not just cold calling this is actually going to businesses and sitting there with one other dude like we were the office team going to wear like a suit and everything uh, I wore a tie because I don't, I don't hey, wear a suit. All right, look at you. But I, job, I, I do wear a, I do wear a tie. Proud of, you. and of course this uh, this Snoopy shirt too. But you know, oh yeah, we're gonna look past that. Absolutely. I also had I didn't have my haircut back then. Back then I was still rocking the buzz cut, the all the way, you know, the oh, same wow. length. Yeah, I had one I, of those. I, I had that last year. I. <laughs> 
wasn't um it was the second time i've had my head shaved in my life and <laughs> i hope it's the last you know I don't so you say hate shave that. too I always I don't, I, I don't enjoy it at all. Yeah. No, I know, but I always say when I refer to that time, I usually I usually say when I used to shave my head. And I get so many responses of like, you shaved all the way down? And I'm like, no, like no, the no, buzz no. cut. Like, yeah, that's, see, that's, you say the same thing. Well, it's because I took like a, a razor and went like, all right, well, like an electric razor and just yeah, the went electric, all the yeah, way through it. I'm I'm with you. you. Know? That's I think the same way. But look, if you don't have to use like actual shaving foam and get straight to the skin to say that you shaved your head. Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't like that. It wasn't Absolutely that not. I don't think anyone saw the live stream of me doing it last year during quarantine <laughs> and thought that's not shaved. <laughs> no one thought that. The hell is that? I want to see some <laughs> blood on your head. <laughs> well, they did say what the hell is that, but they were not, you know, referring to the shaved part. Yeah, that was, oof. Oh, I want to see spots of paper towel on your head. <laughs> the cuts. Now, now my friend didn't make a pee in it uh, as she did it, which I thought was pretty great. I didn't uh, for see picture this. List, I have to go course. back and find it. Oh yeah, it's it's on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Pitchlist, of course, every weekday morning. Anyway, there you go. There's a lovely plug. Uh, so, so, up? Of course. Um, <laughs> now, now you okay? This was in college. You were saying that you tried this internship. You're realizing, oh yeah, I don't want to strip floors anymore. Right. So that's Although- done. I Although, did get to, what? I did get to hang out in the dugout one time. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were During saying like, a game. floors, though. That's no, my no, thing. No, 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 no. That's definitely... <laughs> hell no. By the way, that stink stays on you for like days. Good oh, God. God. Uh, no, I there was a rain delay one time. And every time there's a rain delay, me and the other two guy interns had to jump out and help with the tarp. Sure. So I did. And the one time... Now, this was later in the season where I started to learn the game a little bit and stay like, I can catch my spots of relaxing for a few minutes, but still doing the stuff I do and not being asked to do 10 billion other things because I already do 10 right, billion yeah. things. I'm like these other two schmucks. But anyway, so they pulled, we put the tarp out and I went in the dugout. I went in the ties dugout and I sat there and I started, to, and I don't remember who it was, but it was an international player who had learned the language from us. So he dropped the F bomb incessantly but in the wrong spots. Oh, no. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this effing dude, or like, oh, I can't effing believe this. It would be like, I effing can't this dude effing believe. They, like, it was just like weird. And you're just like, this is the it, most disjointed, like weird cursing I've they, ever heard in my life. They replaced like the word uh with the F word. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It was really, but hey, that was, that was probably one of the more memorable things I remember. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was, that was also redundant saying that. It's I know I wasn't going to say it. You know, I'm not I'm not here to point that out. OK, I <laughs> I'm now, a writer. I got to call myself. out. So, so, OK, so where did you go to college? Let's get this moving. I went to Liberty for a year and then ODU for the rest. And what did you study? Marketing. Yeah, there <laughs> you a, go. All right. With a, with a minor in uh, e-commerce. So that's actually a, a valuable uh, minor, especially whenever you graduated, which is, is in how many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, th- I mean, did you get a marketing job out of college then? Is that what you did? I did. Yeah, look at you. Especially, so uh, I also both, I took those two things because they're the least boring things to me. Because uh-huh. school always came super easy to me. I, I'm, right. You're going to hate me right now. Although most people do anyway. Uh, I was one of those kids who got a 4.0 with barely studying. Right. Uh, yeah. I have, I have like a, partial eidetic memory. I don't know that anybody has 100% like Sheldon on Big Bang, but I 
would go into test and I can kind of like picture my notes and kind of like mm-hmm. think through what was to, like, so I rarely study. And so things were boring to me. So marketing and e-commerce were semi not boring, but, um, cause there's obviously more subjectivity st- to like, what is good marketing? Essentially it's like a little puzzle. You got it. True. Think. Yeah. There's, there's some strategy behind it. Uh, my advisor wanted me to continue and get my MBA and he wanted me to go to like, he told me to apply to Yale, Princeton, Harvard, Wharton, or Penn Wharton, yeah, and somewhere else. And I was like, I'm done with school. No, I'm done. Not to mention, I've been doing what I'm doing now on the side in college because this is what I realized I wanted to do. So, well, what was the first thing you did then? So initially, I started on blogs. Do you remember? Or no, As no forums. Did. Sorry, hold on, forums. Do you remember forums back in the day? Of <laughs> this course, is like, yeah. <laughs> so I was on a Giants forum and we used to talk every single week about the Giants and, but also started talking fantasy. And I started telling everybody advice because I knew right. what I, I'd already started doing this in my own free time. And, um, and, and just so we're clear, sorry to interrupt you. You mean the New York Giants? Because if you don't know, Jake, yes. Jake is a massive fantasy football analyst. Of course, you do baseball too, but I would say you're primarily known for your football. For fantasy football. Yeah, yeah like 80 exactly. 20. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. So not not San Francisco. No, not San Francisco. The New York Giants. Yeah, New York Giants, New York Mets, New York Rangers for hockey. Sure. The other three sports don't make sense. But though I didn't I didn't watch the other three sports until I moved to Virginia Beach. It's my cousin's fault. That's Bulls, Notre Dame football, and what? UNC basketball. <laughs> Whatever else follows, anytime there's a problem, it's just your cousin's fault. We'll just say that. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Always. So <laughs> one of the dudes, and this is the person we can credit for my entire career. So if you hate me, you hate this guy, but I don't remember his name. I don't remember. Why are we, why are we bringing hate into this? Get out of here. I got like to I got to embrace no. it. It's, 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 it's no. my quote unquote brand. No, hey. um, he actually, a- after one week, was just like, dude, why aren't you doing this? Like, that was just legitimately his question. Like, why aren't you doing this? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're too good not to do this. Like, why aren't you doing this for somebody somewhere doing something? So I started my own blog. You can still find it all in sports on blogspot.com. So this is why All In Kid is your Twitter handle. Go no. get it, take a follow. All in kid is my tool. Well, yes, but all in kid actually comes from poker. Not surprisingly, um, oh, right. it comes from my friends Mike and Bob, who used to have a radio show down here on ninety six X in Virginia Beach. And I, while interning, also did some stuff for the radio station. Started hanging out with those dudes. Liked playing poker. Got to play in a turn. We played poker for the first time ever. I've actually played for money with people. And as an inexperienced poker person, what do you think the best move is? Whether you have a hand or not, all in. Hey, you have a hand or not? You're bluffing or not? All in, all in, all. So I went all in a lot. And another guy, they love giving people nicknames. And another guy's nickname, who was Don Ho-Hos, because he loved Ho-Hos. Um, and he looked like a Don. Uh, we're sitting there and I went all in. And he was frustrated at this point and just went, damn, all in, kid. And then boom, that's where it came from. There and it, it stuck from there. Nice. Um, so th- so you brought from that all in sports yes and when i started all in sports it's if you go back and look it's very poker themed like it's my pocket aces and you're you're the chasing the river and all that type of stuff um so yes then i started my own blog and then i after two and a half years of doing that started sending that out by mail to anybody i could think of but all the talent i'm like the manager like i sent it out to like people like Max Kellerman and Tony Kornheiser who called and yelled at me. And <laughs> I'm not, I'm not kidding. I've told that story a couple of times. Yeah. If you I think hear. you've told it to me too. Yeah. But yeah, that's amazing. Just, it's a short version for everybody out there is I've told him a million times. He basically called to be like, his answer to was, how do I become you? 
was just go do it. That was right. his answer. That's the short version. Um, but uh, Mike Greenberg called me back. He was the only other person that called me back. And then a whole bunch of other people. But between uh, Tristan Cockroft at ESPN, because we had developed a relationship from his chat that he was doing at the time, because we both love 24 and Chicken Parm. And just kind of oh, man, wait, started. actually, I'm um, seriously, though, uh, Tristan Cockroft in Publix back in uh, first pitch Florida this year or Did you? Uh, last year. Yeah, I remember him talking about the chopped. Uh, I think it was chopped chicken or like in the bags and stuff. And Tristan was like, that's the one. I was like, all right, I trust you. I trust your opinion here, Cockroft. Absolutely. So, yeah. Between him and Casey Joyner, um, the, the, the football scientist, they told me to reach out to Scott Engel, who used to, they used to work with. And that's mm, how yeah. I broke into the industry is through Scott and those two by their recommendation. But to come back to that, yeah, that that's so what was the college question? Oh yeah, ODU. <laughs> so that was the question. <laughs> you don't no 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 okay. Um I, I guess my question really is you started writing this in, in the forums in, in college, mm-hmm. you started reaching out on this event. And there is a common thread here. You know, it does take a lot to well, the first steps of all this that people need to realize is you have to go and ask for help and ask, you know, ask the questions. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of us try to do things on our own to think that we don't want to be rude and we don't want to overstep. And there is certainly a line you don't want to cross where it's just hounding and expecting attention and acting as if you deserve it. But uh, you do have to say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Like, do you mind taking a moment? And some people are just not going to have the time. Some no. people are going to be able to help. and But you have to put yourself out there at least to to try that and network that and help get the, you know, learn the knowledge that you need to learn because you're not going to learn it on your own, on your own. So hearing no, that, you, you talk to Steve Phillips and you reached out to all these people and you finally found someone that, uh, that recognized Gave me an what opportunity. And my, yeah, exactly. Oh, that was your question. Mind you, you asked if I had a marketing job out of college and there I did. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in college, I was actually working at game crazy. If anybody remembers what those were, I don't uh, know that one in Hollywood videos. They had their, it was basically a knockoff GameStop. So gotcha. I was working in that. And then so because I had a degree, I worked at Geico initially. Uh, yeah. In their wow. internet, internet department. But that. So it was you that came up with the gecko. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. That was my marketing skills. <laughs> then I, I, after that, I worked for Lillian Vernon as the internet marketing manager. So that was my hmm. first like big job. Uh, Lillian Vernon right. was personalization company before personalization was super common. Uh, they used to be huge. Now they're kind of super small. They're out in Colorado well, and all that type of stuff. Because you left, of course, hundred yeah. percent. As soon as they decide to pick up shop and move to Colorado and get bought out by the Taylor Corporation, by the way, those are the owners of the Minnesota Timberwolves. For everybody that doesn't know, or no, wait, they're not anymore, right? They sold off finally. You're talking about basketball know. right now, Jake. I know. I was like I really, <laughs> uh, I don't even know anymore. But yeah, so that that's so they left for Colorado, and that's when I decided to open the deli. And I'm sorry, what now? What I you said. Opened, you opened a deli. You don't. You didn't know this? No. Oh yeah. I do no yeah. research for these shows on purpose. No, no, I just figured that we've hung out enough at this point that I figured yeah, that would come up from somewhere. I don't know. I don't go all around and asking, "Hey, did you start a deli?" No, but it, like it just came up. <laughs> you know who knows that I had a deli? Spore knows. Spore that I had does. A deli. Yeah. Well, you've also known Spore than longer. Okay. You know what? It, it's fine. If you want to, you know, you should just text him. Oh, I'm supposed to do this with Nick. Actually, you want to do it instead? You want to do a pod yeah. instead? <laughs> I get it, Jake. No, because he would have only wanted to talk baseball. So you're good. I'd much rather do this. There you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, tell us about yeah. this deli. So this this ties into coming from New York, New Jersey area and being in Virginia Beach. So my dad works for Boar's Head for 
most of his life, most of my youth growing up. We'll put it that he moved down to here because my uncle opened the distributorship here in Virginia Beach. So I can't, was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mind is completely gone right now because I'm imagining like the face of Zordon talking to your dad, but it's a boar instead. <laughs> that is the, that is the owner of Boar's Head that he works for. That is literally just all in my head right now. Well, if it makes you feel any better, no, my uncle was not the owner of Boar's Head. Well, he I mean, just, he's just like, hey, I got to go work at Boar's Head. And he goes and shows up and it's Zordon from Power Rangers, but it's a Boar's Head instead. He's just there. He gives him his orders. like just tusks and then like, yeah. Mr. Sealy, we have a job for you. All right. What's the Boar's Head? <laughs> Sorry, so please stupid. continue. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's like, oh, no, I just had a brain fart. The dude from Full Metal Alchemist, the one that you just showed me your Funko. What the uh, hell's his the, name? Uh, Armstrong. Armstrong, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's like him. Instead of instead of the mouth moving, his tusks move. Oh, oh tusks. Of, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. So just, they just kind of like move up and down. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. With that. Yeah, uh, please. So I've, I had partially grown up in the deli business. Right. Like I actually worked for Boris Head since I was uh, 14, working a summer job. I was 14, 15, 16, all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the summers and stuff like that. So I'd grown up with it. And one thing about Virginia beach is we don't have New York food, obviously, but we don't have a lot of representation of it. There's a few pizza places, but we definitely don't have a true delicatessen. There's one around here. That's more of the, you spend $18 and you get something you can't even put your mouth around type of one, which is, it's fine, but that's kind of a niche thing. Like they're big sure, on their yeah. own corned beef and pastrami. And it's like, there's no deli around here. And it's mm-hmm. something I thought as you can tell with my pause yeah. there, thought that I wanted to do. Um, my dad was going in with me. Uh, unfortunately, he ended up having like a medical thing where he needed medical insurance, so he needed a regular job. So it went from I was supposed to be the business side and he was supposed to be the front man because he has the personality to interact with humans like a normal person, unlike me. And Well, here's a perfect example. For everybody out there that's trying to like doesn't know me and doesn't know the jokes at myself I'm making... The difference between my dad and me and the difference between people thinking I'm offensive at some time and not my dad and the humor from coming up there is er, people know there's a northern sarcastic humor. But there was a person that came in one time and he's like, oh, my, you guys are charging $7.99 and $8.99 for sandwiches. What the heck's your problem? Like, I can go to Subway around the corner and get a foot long for five bucks. And my dad goes, hey, you want to make you a $5 sandwich? I'll make you a $5 sandwich just like them. But he understood he was joking. Like, it comes off. If I say the exact same thing, I come off like an asshole. Like, I come mm. off like, well, screw you. Here's the middle finger. I'm walking out the door. The well, guy kind of chuckled. I mean, what? also, if you do that on Twitter, it's also just like there's no, there's know, no there's context. No tone. Yeah, you got nothing. But, but it comes off differently from him. So he was supposed to be the front guy. Also, because sure. people get under my skin more easily than they get under his skin. I think mm-hmm. people understand that, too. Um and so when he quit now, well, not quit, well, whatever you want to call it, had to start doing the other job. I'm now running a deli seven days a week, open to close, still trying to do the fancy stuff on the side. So I'm essentially working, no exaggeration, 90 plus hours a week of my life. Uh, the deli was losing money because everything loses money the first year, if not two. Sure. And we're in year two and still not gaining ground. And I admittedly will even say part of it might have been me. Part of it might have just been my face, my frustration, because I can't, 
and I'm not trying to make everybody depressed with this, but it's a, I don't think I can ever properly explain to somebody until you've experienced how it feels to walk into your business knowing it's losing money and oh, that God. feeling that you get. Every day I open the door, it's, it's I unlock the door. Feel, it was like, yeah, you know? it was like I was getting punched in the stomach walking in the door the moment. And so it wasn't like I never, my, was, one of my it's, best. It's, it's from anxiety, knowing that like this, like at some point I need to pull the plug and you're I trying to convince yourself yes. that it's not. And it's this constant internal battle as you do every single step. And yeah, that's, oh my God, I can understand yeah. that completely. I had one of my closest friends was living with me at the time. And he said, you were the most miserable I've ever seen you in your life for that entire second year. And Man. so ended up declaring bankruptcy because I had to, because right. that's what happened. But yeah, so that's the deli experience. But again, I'm doing the fantasy stuff. Still, yeah, I was doing the fancy right, stuff right. with Geico. I was doing the fancy stuff while I was at Lillian Vernon. I was doing the fancy stuff while I had my own deli. And so, I was doing so it all along. When did it stop being the side hustle and actually the hustle? So I was doing it for free the entire time I was at Geico and Lillian Vernon. Uh, around the time the deli started, I was getting paid initially like 50 bucks. And then it was 100. And then I had topped out at 500 a month. Woo. Tons of money, huh? So uh, it's still better than most. I won't. I won't recommend doing it for free. But for everybody else, you know this. I say this all the time. The people on Twitter that are like, "Don't do this for free," I disagree with. Don't do it for free if you don't need to do it for free. Right. But decide what your level of this dream is because you might need to do it for free. Hopefully not like me for six years, but hopefully ah, like a, I'm on. A, I'm on year seven. Uh, so so there you go. <laughs> um, no, I mean so- it, it's 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 totally different. And, and just to just to amplify the point that you're making a bit, I yeah, there's a lot of back and forth about it. We've talked about it a bit on these other podcasts about as you do the thing, whatever it is, if it's inside the fantasy world, if it's not, if you're just trying to do your own thing on the internet or whatever it is, uh, there is always going to be a moment where you're clearly doing it because you enjoy it. Right. And you have to do it at first because you want to and you feel the enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. Then when you're feeling that there's some sort of level of success to it, you have to stop and think, okay, how do I become better at this and make this something that can grow positively and treat it like a business? There's a moment that it turns from a hobby into a business. And as a hobby, yes, get that experience. You're you're saying, like, oh, you're not getting paid for it. No, it's not. It's your side hustle. It's a hobby. It's the thing on the side that uh, you're trying to get the information for and and really allow yourself to make this into a business. But there has to be a time where you really have that personal inventory and recognize, like, oh, if I want that to be this thing, what are the things I need to do to do that? And then you start saying, great, my things, my my stuff has value, whatever kind of content or whatever work it is that has value it deserves us you understand how it works then you can start doing it that way 100 percent. that's a great way to put it too do i do this for a living or do i start looking for marketing jobs which i actually started doing because i wasn't Hmm. i had to be prepared i wasn't sure what they were going to say so that was a decision to your point is like i was at that breaking point i was at that moment in time where you just said this you just said this is going from a hobby to how do i you know make this a living right um and, and that's and, and that decision happens late like that you've been doing it for what a decade or so uh, I've, so time, i started years? i st- so my blog was before i started with scott in 2010 um, okay. i was the deli went bankrupt in 2005 oh wow 15 
15. So that would have been interesting. Like, interesting. Like, my math of that, your age is like, okay, that changed. <laughs> I'm 57 years old. <laughs> uh, no, 2015. Okay. So there you go. So to 2016 is when I'm finally full time. So it was six years before, and not to mention the two years before I was even doing it for a site. It was just mm-hmm. my own little blog that three people probably read. So. Right, right, right. That's really what it comes down to is the drive and how much, how bad do you want to do this? And hopefully, like I said, hopefully you don't have to go down that path and you could do it quicker or do it a different way. But it, it's really, and not to use the cliche, but if you do something you live or love, you don't work a day in your life. I, and blah, I agree with it completely though. I mean, some, a lot of people don't have that luxury. Uh, right. And that's okay. That's fine. But, but see, um, you can say that too. It's it. like, yeah. I was working 40 plus hours a week at Geico. I was working 40 plus hours a week at Lillian Vernon. And I was putting in 30 to 40 hours a week for another company. I was, I had no life. Yeah. And, you know, I spent maybe Saturdays doing stuff with my family or friends and stuff like that. But, and not everybody has the ability to make that decision, especially if you already have a family. But that was my decision of this is, I'm making a choice here because I know how bad I want to do this. Like, this is the sacrifice I'm willing to give. Put it this way I'd rather have done that. I lost a hell of a lot of money on the deli. I would have rather keep doing that for free. <laughs> I mean, looking at this, I mean, between the two, at least one's not a net negative. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay. So you've been making a, a, you know, a net positive now. You're doing this thing that you enjoy. You've been doing it full time uh, for a good while now. Yeah. And I, I think the question I, I, I love asking everybody, because I ask it all the time when it comes to myself and picture lists and you know, everything is what do you want it to be? Is this, have you kind of hit your end game now uh, of, you know, you're at the athletic, you're, you're doing podcasts, you're talking about fantasy football and, and fantasy baseball full time. Is this kind of like, cool. Now I'm, now I'm coasting with this. This is exactly it. Or are there other things that you'd rather be doing? I, I think I'm pretty much, I, I wouldn't say I, I've found everything and it's a hundred percent the dream because I think, you know, obviously the easy version would be just like, oh, I want to end up being like Matthew Barry, you know, and right, I get to yeah. be in a Marvel movie too, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, honestly, like, yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that I actually did acting in college. Like, I would love to, I actually, not even that, I always wanted to voice an animated character. Like, oh, that is that was right? Yeah, do I always have I, like a, do you have like a different voice you'd use or? Like, oh no, and you, that's the thing. That's why this? I never even tried. Yeah. Is because I suck at voices, so I never tried. <laughs> <laughs> I was like you would have to have a character that would just be like you were like, okay, Jake's voice works for that. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I can't do. I could do a little bit of a New York accent, but what does that do for an animated character? You don't want to like, do that. No, that exactly. Role, no. Um. So anyway, but I did some acting. So like, yeah, I would love to do like a cameo present like that he did, and you know, I would love to do like more video where more people watch me to just be like, hey, you just feel like you're being more heard than you are. Sure. But if people are like, "What's your five year plan?" Uh, it would my answer would probably be like, "Doing what I'm doing still, hopefully yeah, sure. getting paid to do it for a living, uh, just bigger and better." Right? Like, like Mike and Mike used to say, "Bigger and better, always bigger and better." Next time, there and we go. Just, and I'm yeah. going to ask it like that. By the way, the way you just said it, "What's your five year plan?" I'm going to be very aggressive. <laughs> What's your five, like ten that? year, twenty year? Give me what was it, five, ten, twenty year plan. <laughs> yeah, your, all your emotions right now in one bottle. I gotta have it. <laughs> Five no. years doing what I'm doing. Ten years, hopefully, I made it into a movie. Twenty years, dead. There it is. Wow. No, no, that seems way too end uh, soon for the end. There. I uh, now <laughs> I, maybe not. Actually, I don't know your age, Jake. <laughs> no, I, no, that is so. Young. So we'll, hey, there you go. So I will say this. I uh, 
you know, generally the progression when it comes to someone in your shoes is is what you said, kind of, you know, you, you, you called up Tony Kornheiser, right? And like he's <laughs> saying, you just do it. Just be me. You know, and what he does, he has a show 530 every day, right? Like that's the dream you're thinking is just a cool. I want that show. Mm-hmm. I'm in there. You, I, uh, you know, you get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And that's that. Um, now, I always wanted always... an around the horn for fancy people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I still want that to this. Like, why has this not become a thing? Well, it's because fantasy sports versus just sports in general is more of a niche and not as broad as as the other. Is that we're bringing in how much? 70 yeah. million or whatever it was? Sports say betting we is the- doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, it's that's the reason why it hasn't happened because ESPN is really like the only one that would do it. Maybe FS1 or something like that. Yeah. But what other networks are out there doing that? Now, it does change, though, over the years. Uh, right now, we're in this incredible moment of uh, live streaming and individualism and hosting, all that kind of stuff, Right. Um, where we're going away from these centralized networks and actually allowing consumers to create their own individual content. So stuff like that doesn't require the same upkeep and investment. And you can, you know, there's a lot more possibility ahead that we're just starting to unravel and figure out. So who knows? Maybe we will have an around the horn at 5 well, we p.m. We can just do it. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, that kind of stuff is actually incredibly tangible. And I mean, certainly when it comes to my five-year plan, video is a very huge part of it. Uh, it has to be. It's, it's such right. a fun way to interact and, and showcase you know, who you are. We're not just voices. We're not just words. We actually are people. Right. And what better this way? Thing is, you got to visualize it. People right now... And this isn't going to be because for everybody out there, oh, let me finish. Um, this is an old man like, oh, I walked uphill both ways to school in the snow. And, you know, people today have it easier and tougher. You have it easier because there's a million easier ways to get in. You mentioned you could go to what Tony was saying. Look, when we were starting, there was no video. Like I couldn't go just start my stream on StreamYard or YouTube or Zoom right. or whatever. Like, like, there was nothing like that. I couldn't just pick up and be like, I want to do a podcast. Screw you guys. There wasn't that option back then. Exactly. Now there is. The problem is, is it's also bad because it is so easy. There's a lot to weed through yep. for people that finding the quality. So one thing I will always say, and I know you didn't ask this, but I just want to throw it out there because I always recommend this to people. It's not only, like Tony said, just start doing it. That's You can. If you want to do it, you can go do it right now. Find your voice. And where I say find your voice is it doesn't necessarily, I don't even mean like, oh, I want to be the jokey guy or I want to be the, like, like me with my Funkos and sarcasticness or like, you know, whatever. I mean, find your voice is in like, what is it going to differentiate you from 80,000 billion other yeah. people saying the exact same thing? Because... You know this, Nick. I know this. Anybody who's listening probably knows this. The knowledge that's out there, we're going to overlap. We're going to recommend the same players. We're going to see the same things. We're going to notice the same stuff. Find what makes you different than just 100 other people saying the exact same thing. Yeah, I, I cannot agree more about it. It's it's an entertainment industry. It's not an industry of being correct. Even though that helps, you got to be entertaining as you say it. You got you to figure out something about it that makes it, oh, okay, I want to listen to these people. It's not just the exact words that they're saying. Uh, I mean, I will say this. I got like, I feel like I cheated in so many ways. <laughs> uh, because, well, I mean, I, I showed up in 2014, right? And the only reason why I did it was because I decided to do GIFs. 
<laughs> I I like I was like whatever gifts are a thing. I'm an I'm a bit of a techie. I can do this. I'll figure out how to make gifts and whatever. That and was everyone part of was, my career from day one. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone everyone was afraid though with with uh, MLB. You know, <laughs> that was the <laughs> internet like, high five. Nobody saw. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. There you go. And MLB shut us down, and that was you know that's why no one was that. doing it. How do you even make a gift? People were thinking like in 2013, 2014. And I was like, oh, you just kind of do it this way. And I cheated because everyone was like, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to do MLB gifts, guys. I remember actually hearing about um, a moment with Fangraphs and like MLB, like MLB not being happy with how Fangraphs used gifts at a moment. It's just like, are you serious? <laughs> like, you guys are ridiculous. And um, but the thing is, because I cheated and used gifts, uh, I was given opportunities that I shouldn't have had. I remember uh, Neil Greenberg. I gave him a shout out on this like every other week, I feel, because he said, hey, this is a really cool thing you're doing. Can you do like the nastiest pitches over at Washington Post? I'm like, yes, of course <laughs> I can. You know, and then he allowed me to do a uh, a weekly article the following year. I eventually got one of them in the actual paper on Sunday, which is nice. absolutely ridiculous. And I did not deserve at the ripe age of 26. Like <laughs> everyone else was doing, you know, they had to be the uh, the school newspaper in high school and then editor in college and then do the local paper and then maybe you'll get a chance to write a, a monthly column in Washington, <laughs> you know, something like that. And here I am, I just show up and I do gifts and stuff, you know? And I got very lucky that I was that person. That was my voice, was I express through pitches and I got to then just be the starting pitching guy. Right. Uh, and not to say that I was the only one doing, I mean, Eno is still my hero and my legend. Like, he's like unbelievable. And I'll, you know, I'll never do what Eno is doing. Uh, and it's uh, still, there's, it's not just, you know, it's such a large sport. There are different ways of talking about things. There's different ways about going about it. And you got to find the thing that you enjoy the most and make sure it comes out genuinely. That's the best I got there. It's not easy. It's going to suck. And it takes years. You know, that's already 2014. It's 2021 for me. I've still got a lot of ways to go. You've been doing this for, what, 20 years or something like that? 15, I mean, 20? 15. So, yeah. You so trying to make me 45? <laughs> 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 I'm calling you a, a child prodigy on forums. You never know how old is they that are. What okay? it is? Oh, that's yeah. what it was. I will yeah. say, I got a late start, too, for everybody out there. Like, you know, again, just you can go start doing it. Right. I was 25, I think, when I started making picture gifts. So... That's how it is. Okay, I have a couple more minutes with you. Okay. Uh, I got two questions, and okay. <laughs> there's one I'm I'm trying to guess which one's shorter. Um, okay, first I'll ask: Do you have a mantra that you adhere to, like something that you just besides you, all in? Besides all in, kid. Yeah. <laughs> besides that, mantra wise, I don't know. That's a good. I've never been asked that question. What's yours? So you can oh, I, have, like, I, I have five of them, but I think everybody you have knows five. Know. Yeah, I, well, I was in college, and I was like, "Oh, I need mantras." <laughs> oh, this is like back. This is the middle of your five-year and ten-year plan. There it is. Uh, <laughs> no, um, no, I had no idea back then. I was so lost. Oh my god. I, I mean, okay. I was, can, uh, can I give you a life one? <laughs> sure, that's what it is. That's what a mantra is. It's like, well, no, I mean, you know? like this isn't even related to sports. What is it, Jake? Oh no, course. it's it's, it's good. Really, yeah. It's it's I I think it's good and. It's paraphrasing because I don't even know if I say it the same way every uh-huh. single time. But um, and from myself, from people I've seen, and actually, if anybody out there watches America's Got Talent this past week, the final girl singing actually said something very similar. And it's a I'm very try- long mantra. See <laughs> what I told you? I told you no, no questions ever short with me. I don't remember what, how she said it either. But I, so the gist of it is 
you can't wait until everything in your life is going well to be happy. Oh, that's good. I like that a lot. Because like, that's what's really good. And look, I have crap going on. You have crap going on. And that's the thing is like too many people are out there like, if I just had money, if I just had a significant right. other, you know, I'll be happy when if I can get this job, if I can live here, like you can't because something's always going to be wrong. And even when you get that, that's not what should be making you happy. That's not that's 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 things you know you can't yep. wait into that to be happy that's so there's my life mantra there you go that, that that's i mean that's what these are these are life mantras that's a great one i think i think that's a wonderful answer jake if you want to hear mine really quickly it's the first sure. one is know your audience then everything in moderation there are always exceptions steps not leaps and then don't suck <laughs> those are good those those are the five those are very good. Uh, I mean, there I are like other that. ones too, but those are the ones that I just, you know, I try to. Add and to you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm serious about like the all in thing calls and comes into everything. Like, don't don't half ass anything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Like with if that. you put it this way, if you want to do this, if you want to do anything, if you want to be the world's best mechanic, you you can't half ass things and expect to be the best. And be company. honest with it too. You know, don't don't give yourself excuses about like, oh, and I am going all in on it. Are you though? Are you actually <laughs> trying to do that, or are you just saying that so that you don't have to ask the you know the 100%. hard questions? All right. Well, I'll, I promise that we'll hopefully make this last answer quick because I know you got to go. Okay. What's the best video game of all time, Jake? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> it's gonna it? piss people off like, though. It's, it's gonna be it's a link make- to the past. No, oh, it's no. not. Okay. I love I like figured. Link to the Past is number two. Easily I had a number feeling two. That you would be a Link to the Past guy. It's yeah. I it's the most underrated and best Link or Zelda video game of all time. Uh, and I'm not saying Super Mario Bros. Three. I'm not saying my my personal favorite of all time, Mega Man Two. Oh, is it really? That is my you're, personal. You're, favorite. you're a Mega Man boy. Mega Man. I got Mega Man behind me. I got the Japanese Mega Man sticker. I got the big Mega Man. I got yeah, the Mega Man Funko. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So have you been like perpetually disappointed about like the, the like the recent ones then? Because I know there's I mean everything Mega Man since X. like yeah. five <laughs> or yeah. six ish. Yeah, I'm really pretty sorry. much. Yeah, that's rough. Eleven wasn't bad. Nine and ten they just felt like they wanted to ramp up the difficulty to an insane level just to be yeah haha try to beat it. Mm, sure. X two was really great too. X two and X three are amazing as well. But the original always has that little special place. But yeah, Link yeah, to the Past is amazing. See, I knew you'd be a two D Zelda guy. I'm, I'm like Breath of the Wild is the greatest thing ever. I love Breath of the Wild. Actually, oh. the funny thing is, I I still I think Ocarina is better. It's different. I think it's um, I think it's more ground breaking. The one thing about well, Ocarina yeah, well, is I still don't well, remember how I figured out the fire arrows. <laughs> without cheating i remember i remember i figured it out in the game and to this day i because you have to shoot it into the sun but out of that one specific spot to get the yeah, fire right arrow. right right in, and i don't uh, remember Zora, how i figured like, that out yeah i i don't i i remember honestly i never before i played it my friend had it and he had a strategy guide and i just read the strategy guide before playing because i was so hyped <laughs> dude the zelda ones too were like Books. Oh, they were thick. Oh, yeah, the Prima guides. Oh my god, they were. That's amazing. why I'm a little. That's why I love Breath of the Wild, but there's still a little bit like. Really, some dude like who's gonna randomly figure out to hit some tree out in the middle of nowhere, type of thing, then go run here, then go run there, then come back to this one, and like, like the, the type, like you're doing too much. Wait, wait, that's in Breath of the Wild. That's not it. There's that's something in Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. There's something. There's like one little thing that you can go find, but you have to do like seven things to get there, and it's just are you, are you, if you're talking about like Terry Town, I mean, uh, that's a that's I, a fantastic. I gotta look game it up. I gotta yes. remember. I gotta I gotta, I gotta go find what sure. it was, and I'll text you. Okay. Or probably uh, score on accident. Oh, it's probably like a shrine quest or something is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like this random uh, thing, okay. like where it's just like, really? 
Yeah, I get that. Okay. That's why Majora's Mask has always pissed me off. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. It's just too much of like how, you know, two stuff. Yeah, I feel you. But even so, like, yeah. I didn't need the artificial time constraint on top of it. Like, let me yep. figure it out. If it takes me a little bit longer and I'm stupid, let me figure it out. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they essentially did that, of course, because they had to make a game in two years. And, like, we need to create constraints for them because we have constraints <laughs> for us. I uh, But anyway, I, Look at that. I have constraints because right now I got time when I got to go. So... Uh, Jake, before we go, I want you to get a moment just to talk about everything that you're doing, where people can find you, where they can continue the conversation, all of that fun stuff. Yeah, at All In Kid is the easiest way because I tweet out everything. But over at go. The Athletic with Nando DeFino, uh, both been there since 2018. Love it there. Uh, great stuff. More stuff coming out like this. I, I'm as many places as I can possibly find because I just love doing this show with everybody. I like to remember where I came from. There we go. There it is. Uh, with Nando, not Nando. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Don't There's another ever, mantra. Ever Remember did. where he came from. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. Nobody started on top. You know, my friend at a baseball game was like uh, one day his his he realized his favorite rant or the, the, the heckle is show him where you're from. <laughs> oh, it's it. just like the most ridiculous thing ever. Hey, just show him where you're from. Like, oh, yeah. All right, man. <laughs> like, yeah, got it. But uh, I need to go. So, yes. Jake, seriously, thanks so much for being a part of this. Uh, it's great having you on. It's good to talk to you again. It's been too long. You thanks. Know? It has been too and, long. Uh, and maybe you'll be in Arizona or something like that. Or nah, first pitch never lines up because of football. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that's stupid. What a sport. I should have. <laughs> I should have had my uh, fantasy football stupid mug for this one. I messed that up. <laughs> I messed it up. But anyway, all right. Thanks so much for being a part of this, man. And uh, for everybody else, uh, next episode will be out next Wednesday. So I'll talk to you guys next week.